on this week of a shamanic expedition. Albatross, wolf, and fox share some of their favorite movies that best represent their soul animals. Right there, it's not hard to push. You just push it, and then you start talking. You already pushed it. I know. It's because that's how we do our intros. I just Why don't we each pick a movie we want to talk about? Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I just need to push the stop button? When we're done, I suppose. Oh, it's on right now. It's on right now. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Oh. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. She asked me if I could push the Ooh, button, and you I should, said the buttons are you, pushed. You should I talk about... She's doing that on purpose. Yeah. It's a purpose thing. Yeah, that's how we do things. She always that's has what she beginning. told me, yes. Yeah. The beginning's always like this. It's always. We should, pick a, we should each pick a movie we want to talk about. Just one. Movie. Ooh, a movie that we want to talk about related to our soul animal. Oh, well. well I win. I'll take 500, Alex, for... <laughs> I don't know the category. Category. I don't know. What's a wolf category thing? Where are we going? Fortunately, that did not should record. Be. It should have. Been I recorded. mean, okay. See, you already hit the button. She I didn't did. need to hit the button. Nope. Nope. I didn't. All right. So here we are, guys. Here we are in another episode of a shamanic Monic expedition. Welcome. No. I mean, I would have. It got exciting and then yeah, it didn't and then anymore. It, like a Roman candle. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I'm excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today, which is we've decided we've that decided each of us that each of us. Wow. <laughs> is there an echo in here? Sorry. Yep. No, you're good. Okay. This is definitely a car trip. Right? And we might as well be in a car. We should probably we should start driving around. We should do an episode of us driving in the car. Yeah. And then just and just that. Yeah. Just car sound. Um, <laughs> no. So today we're going to actually be talking about something that's a little fun. Um, each of us will be on the spot thinking about a movie that best represents what our animals teach. Right? So as you know... Um, your hosts of this show are wolf, albatross, and fox. Each of us, as our soul animal, carries a specific theme in our life. And so what we're going to do today is discuss movies that we feel best represent what our themes are and best represent how to apply those themes to your own life. Right? I like this game. This is a fun game. Yeah. We did not come prepared at all. So nope. get ready. No. There are no, comes, there are right? no show notes. So we're going to start with... Albatross! <laughs> of course, because it's on the fly. Ooh! Ooh. But, um, You're welcome. She'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> no, all don't week. expect too much more. Okay, that's it. That was all. That's, that's all you get. That's all you get. Okay, Done. no, no. All right, but seriously, like, so why do we want to talk about this? I think one of the reasons why this is fun is because it's a challenge to really think about what it is that we represent like it's one thing to sit there and be like okay my animal represents xyz but it's another thing to find something in the media in like the land of movies and books right that best represents you or anything else around you and i think it's a good exercise because as we walk through it maybe you can do the same if you know your animals exactly yeah and then you could learn, and, and now you have movie recommendations, too. So, winning. Also, I think you would probably have more of a realm of understanding when we quote movies as we're talking about our shamanic experiences. 
You know, because yes. we tend to quote movies a lot. Yes. And then yeah. we forget that you guys are listening and may have not seen the movie we're talking about. So when you're listening, it's a completely alien concept. Yeah. And you're like, why is that funny? I don't know why they're laughing. Well, today you're going to find out why we laugh. We could also post a master list of oh, movies. We could make a, oh, I like that idea. Good thing. Good job, Albatross. Wow, that sounded so patronizing. Did it? Oops. Good job. Good for you. No, I didn't mean no, it like that. I know that. you didn't mean okay. it like that. All right. Okay, so, so albatross. <laughs> so, wolf. So. <laughs> all right, no, like, all right. So let's think. So, what does an albatross represent? When an albatross shows up in a story or in person, or if somebody were to meet you, what is one of the biggest takeaways from that exchange of situation? Doom, doom, <laughs> doom. Well, <laughs> If wow. you were going by the ancient mariner, yeah, doom is coming no, your I way. I don't think but that's, that's not, all that's, that's, that's really about. I'm just extra all. floofy. I'm sorry. Please no, tell I like us your it. story. Tell us. Yes. Tell tell us, Albatross. What do you mean? Oh. <laughs> the, the magical car from yesterday. The car. Okay, okay, sorry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so when we show up, it's more about learning to trust your wings. So... What if you don't have wings? I, I don't have wings. That's okay. Okay. Trust doesn't necessarily only apply to the animals that have wings. Okay. All right. Got but it. Okay. We do have to exercise a lot of it because we are rather big birds. If you've ever looked up in Albatross, we are the largest of the seafaring birds. Yes. And 11 foot wingspan. Sometimes up to 14. 14 foot wingspan. Yeah. Whoa. Watch like, out. Like, if you think of a crocodile from nose to tail that's about our wingspan you know i just had the 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 reference of rescuers down under when the albatross from new york tries to land in australia it's yeah. a jumbo it's a it's jumbo, a jumbo! <laughs> yeah, yeah and yeah. he has to like rearrange everything yeah that's we don't real. have a runway for the bird your size mate you know he's like i'm coming in hot this is trying to make this whole thing happen <laughs> I love that movie. So there. I know, and that's I think one of Albatross's <laughs> least favorite representations of her so, energetic people. You know, I have yet to actually find a movie that features an albatross that's real. You know what? I'm still mad to this day for you that in the Happy Feet movie originally there was an albatross in it, and it was voiced it by was Steve cut. Irwin. And it was cut. And it was cut. Why? And that may have actually been one of the first representations because, I'm sorry, but animated movies and Disney don't do birds very nicely. No, they don't. Uh, I don't know about you, but Rescue is Down Under. Birds were represented pretty well. In okay, that. the birds of prey. Uh, okay, yeah, all right. The no, rest right. of us don't get to have a seat. I don't know. So what about <laughs> Flit in Pocahontas? He was cute. He was a little. He, he was a jerk. He was a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's that. What other birds? And in, in, there's got to be other birds. In it's Disney? all birds of prey. Yeah, usually it is. Mm-hmm. The ones that the ones that <laughs> get to have this. Moana. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Chicken. There's something wrong with that chicken. Uh, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. And then the they loon. Don't oh no no the nicely. pelican the pelican in Finding Nemo was cool. Oh, he was cool. He was all right. He was cool. He was cool. He was yeah. cool. But um, as far as an albatross? Yeah, none. Nothing. No no one representing, so I guess I'll represent for the team. 
Okay. In my human form. I like it. Well, what we're talking about, though, is a movie that represents the message oh, of yeah. the albatross. Yes. So, so not necessarily the well, albatross it's itself. It's about letting go. So shedding those fears, shedding the things that hold you back, and moving forward and trusting in that process that the universe will come. So not letting go like, like I'm just going to release it. And make no, room. it's this not. This is more of a trust letting go. Yeah, like, so I let go of the cliffside because I have to trust that I have what it takes to fly. Yeah, and you need to metaphorically eat. speaking, mm-hmm. not literally. Says so on the verge of an evolutionary breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. So yes. no, it's not like I'm gonna write something on a piece of paper and burn it, and it's gonna be gone. No, it's it's about, more of a, tr- a like it's a trust shedding. exercise. Yeah, okay. So what movie, like the what movie comes to mind? I'm sure there's more than one. Oh yeah. There's oh yeah. Be. There's trust is plenty a, of them. Trust a, is a, a big deep one issue within human beings. So like, there's plenty of movies where they're like, you have to trust, take you the leap of faith. You know, let my people go. Maybe not no. quite the same. No, not thing. quite. The not s- no, <laughs> not that kind of letting go either. But, <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's Moses. All right, so, <laughs> the crowds are Ow, parting. Really the crowds are parting. Who is it? It's Moses. Moses. Um, and okay. he looks fabulous. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry, we're just what is really good, excited. Good. Good movie. A good one that represents trust. Like, trusting yourself, trusting the situation, trusting that it's all going to be okay. Okay. I mean, we could lean into the Disney that's been oh. happening here recently. Yay. Yay! Yay! We love it. We love Disney. Um, so Moana's a very good one. Moana is a good one. That's uh, coming into, and she has to leave her home to experience that. Trust her abilities. But, yeah, trust yeah. her abilities, as but a, also trust her fairer. intuition. Yeah. Because I know, like, this, and this episode um, might be a spoiler alert for those of you yeah, who may have not, not seen, seen some of these movies. So if you feel like you're like, no, I can't, then you're going to just have to stop giant, listening because we're, we're going to give Every, spoilers. Everywhere. But, we're like, everywhere. do it and tromp all over them. So I think, okay, so I think the biggest scene in that movie with her like trusting was actually facing Teka. Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. knowing that like she has to walk and like face and trust that everything led up to this moment. I think that that's a big part of Albatross energy. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree? Yeah, she's got to believe wholeheartedly. And well, she's going there. I mean, Teka's basically the volcano energy, the destruction. Well, and the creation, too, yeah. which lies, like, moves All into that, same. yeah. But the whole, you know, she says, you know, I know who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big, big part there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, do you feel that it culminated into a good representation of, like, your animal's lesson? Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure, I do. So what could a person take away from that movie? Like, 
as far as what your energy means, like the trust aspect. Like if you were watching that movie and you're like, okay, so Moana did it. Like here's this character who went through all of these trials and did all of these things. Like, so what would that mean for me? Because not everybody's going to go and jump on a boat and, and pilot no. their way across the ocean, you know, like not. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, well, Though it might be fun. I mean, yes. I'd be all for it. And, yeah. I'm, I'd, I'd, <laughs> But it's, <laughs> Wolf is like, no, no, no I don't like I, I put don't. my butt on the beach and I'll say bye. <laughs> Have fun. Depends on how big of a boat we're talking. Mm. But still, what I'm saying. But yeah, it's yeah. more of, you know, that releasing of what she knew and what she was being told, those belief systems, mm-hmm. and allowing her trust in herself to build so she's able to go on this boat she's able to steer it without no prior knowledge she's just relying on what she has and who she is at her core Mm -hmm. and that intuition and pushing through all of that to get to the end Mm -hmm. where she's able to piece that all together without spoiling it too much for everybody. So. Well, we already said that if you're, you're, <laughs> the, the, the things are going to get spoiled. Just yeah. The end. That's so, it and it's very much about trusting that to allow for the growth into who mm-hmm. she really is, which for a bird energy, that would be the flight aspect. Mm-hmm. So being able to be in that zone where you can fly or have a, the ability to, it's that integration of self mm. so Moana's a big one I think we could even wander into Frozen let it go let it go I mean there's definitely a trust factor I mean factor there's a big old there. song right there I mean it's a song <laughs> saying let it go and, and letting go of, of preconceived notion yeah. and you know programming is and what really that song's about mm-hmm. which I feel like that is that's a big one. A little bit of you, but more into wolf. the wolf, which is a good pass off. Okay. Um Yeah, so good segue, obviously I would have I was gonna I was thinking frozen, but I'm gonna go with the underdog here, pun intended. Balto. Love Ooh, Balto. Balto. That well, I mean in that one, yeah, there's definitely elements of wolves actually in it. <laughs> yes. So yeah. Yes. So tell us why Balto. And well, first, maybe tell our listeners what wolves represent. Um, so wolves are very much in the realm of. How do I put this nicely? Um, or don't put it as. Just put it as just it put needs it, to be. Okay. Um, I really like the phrase well it's a bad word can i say the bad word how bad is it it's not that bad okay can so i say here say it and i'll i'll yell beep over it and then maybe that <laughs> ready go shitting beep. it off <laughs> <laughs> um it's a lot about um beep <laughs> you know do the thing or don't um Mm -hmm. it's about taking charge facing fear um being able to know where you stand 
um, connection to ancestral heritage. Um, ancestry is a big part of, I personally, I believe wolf culture because it's, there's so much that goes into, um, pack mentality and, you know, trusting others and working together as a unit. Um, being able to face fear. I think I said that already, um, is the number two of the most important two aspects of wolf culture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of those nine noble truths, I think, apply a lot to wolf culture as well. Um, honoring your family, honoring your ancestors, uh, being able to face fear, uh, shitting or getting off the pot, basically, you know, like beep, boop, you know, um, being able to make quick, quick logical decisions um, for the greater good. All of that. Um, there's a lot of shadow work too within wolf culture, I think. Um, and learning how to find your path, your way in the world and following that intuition as well. So it's, there's some similarities, I think, between all of the tribes really, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think, whereas albatross people are about trusting, letting go and trusting, I think wolf culture is about letting go to create more room to move forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think Balto is a good one to start with uh, in the movie Balto there's this dog who is like a mutt right and he just so badly wants to be a sled dog like a sled husky and um, he wants to do it I think personally the way I understood the movie was he wants to do it because he wants to be able to help others mm-hmm. um, but he's never allowed to be a part of that culture as far as like sled dog culture because he's not a purebred dog and um well he's got wolf in he's him. got wolf mm-hmm. in him yeah he's you know so very much like ooh another movie white fang that's a good one too yeah, but it. anyway but balto again, <laughs> like leave it to to literal mcgee over here who's Sorry. just like let's see Movies that represent wolf lessons. That have wolves in them. That have wolves in them. <laughs> no, no, no. So Balto is important to me because I think that it really does speak to being able to find your own voice. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of air tribe lessons within wolf culture. Um, and I think that being able to... Make decisions based off of the need of the greater good... And I think that um, in the movie Balto, he is presented with the opportunity to be a leader. Um, But the whole time he's in this inauthentic space of trying to be a sled dog. And towards the end, not to give the whole thing away, but towards the end he ends up... We we already established that this is an episode (laughs) that might give things away. We don't want to. Okay, go for it. Go ahead. But um, towards the end he meets his people. And he's been avoiding himself a lot. And I think that's another part of, of wolf culture is mm-hmm. mirror work, um, facing your fears. And his fear is that he won't be accepted if he's a, if he's a wolf. So he tries to be something he's not. And so towards the end, um, at but the it's, climax it's, of the movie, he ends yeah. up meeting his people. Well, and because that in itself shows him that that's what makes him able to do the job that he's seeking to do. Right, because the sled dog that was in charge uh, kept making poor decisions and ended up getting the entire team grounded Mm -hmm. in this, like, Mm -hmm. ravine or whatever. 
um, and they didn't want to listen to Balto or and make the let him make those decisions, and so um, him and the head sled dog and I'm getting this whole fight and everything and Balto ends up kicking his butt and taking over and basically leading the team out of peril uh, because he's able to make those instinctual wilding decisions and so you know mm-hmm. better trusting best for him. the group right right based off of his ancestry and where he comes from and all of that and the really cool part that I cry the most at is that the, like towards the end when he meets this giant white wolf and he finds his howl again because he never did he always avoided it you Mm -hmm. know so facing Mm -hmm. that fear of being what he is and accepting himself in that way is really cool plus they made a statue out of him well because it's based on a true story well not out of him but they made a statue commemorating him yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. because it's a true thing (laughs) (laughs) they made a statue out Out of of him (laughs) they electroformed Uh. Walter. that's frightening that's frightening (laughs) That's, that's frightening for those of you in the New York area, you can actually visit said statue in Central Park. And it's, and not, it's not an electroformed electro-form version of him. No, no. Um, <laughs> no, I think that, that Balto is a good representation of wolf culture for sure. And the, the lessons that you guys carry. Balto has always been such a fun movie. but it And it's got a Russian goose in it. Come on. I mean, that's, yeah. Balto. 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 Yes. <laughs> and he eats the what is he eating the mothballs or the laundry detergent like chips? Yeah. <laughs> the laundry detergent. <laughs> oh, so good. Man. And it's got two polar bears in oh it. Oh my god, that are one isn't the Buckle. are they voiced by Phil Collins? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. It's a good one. It's a good one. You need to watch it. Yeah. Alright, so, Fox. So your turn. Mm. The Fox people. So foxes, when they show up, it represents how we perceive things to be through our truths and facts, right? So there's a lot of shadow and light work. There's a lot of like, you know, facing things as they are, not through your expectations, you know, and, and that's, that's a difficult realm to work in to begin with, because a lot of what we perceive to be is based on our experiences and what we know to be true through those experiences, right? And, you know, to I tried to think of a different movie that didn't have a fox in it, right? But the one that comes to mind is Zootopia. I was going to say yeah. Zootopia! <laughs> it does have a fox in it. So one of the things that I really liked about Zootopia was that it was, for those of you who've never seen it, um, it's about a rabbit who dreams of being a police officer and offering balance to you know, society because she doesn't like it when the little people, the little person mm-hmm. gets picked on and everything. And she's really like hell bent on, you know, being a part of justice. Right. And so she works really hard to be a part of the police force and she goes through, um, the Academy and everything. And in the big city, the Zootopia itself, um, most of the animals who are on the police force in fact all of them are very large animals who mm-hmm. are very Predator. dominating well they're not just predators because the there's a wildebeest well, yeah. just kind of in their behavior they're, they're big they're yeah. they're big animals who hold their ground and to have a rabbit that is so unassuming you know join the force there's a lot of stuff going on there well when she joins the force she's the first of her kind um to be in that position 
and while she's out she actually meets a fox um and the fox is very very much a fox which you know existing in in a chaotic neutral type space you know where he's just like you got to do what you got to do but a lot of his behavior towards her and other people and the system if you will is from his experiences and when you find out later why he is the way he is and why he's so untrusting right is because when he was younger he wanted to be a part of the system he wanted to be a part of the whole and he was ostracized by those um i guess his peers you know he wanted to be i think the equivalent of a boy scout in mm-hmm, in the movie mm-hmm. and they they bullied him and put a muzzle on him and told him he couldn't be a part of that because he would be too dangerous mm-hmm. and what you find out is that the rabbit also had an altercation with a fox early on in her life and so she kind of has this fear of them and the whole undertone of the movie is that you know these predator animals are going wild they're going savage right like they're reverting back to a time before all of this society has has happened and their instincts are kicking in and they're they're scary they're they're gonna go after whoever right so there's a lot of themes having to do with our true nature and what we do with that and how we conduct ourselves and I feel that that really represents a lot of what um my soul people's culture talks about is like you know okay you've had these experiences you've had these situations you come from this line of blood but all of those things that influence aspects of who you are still have to go through your choices what you face, what you choose to see, what you choose to speak as, what you choose, mm-hmm. to, you know. So, yeah, you can you can come from a situation where you're you're abused or you're picked on or, you know, you've had these experiences, but if there's a part of you that wants to live more aligned to your goals and what you want out of your life, you're going to have to like work on those the the change of perspective to achieve it. And I really thought that that was a clever way to explore some of those themes because they tie into what people go through all the time. And by presenting them through animals, which is very much what I do as a shamanic practitioner, right? I was like, this movie makes sense to me, you know? Um, but, you know, the the character, the Fox character learns that he can actually, you know, trust that he won't be picked on and she learns that she can trust you know that that not all of what she was taught as a child not all predators are out to get her you know and and their choices actually lead to a budding friendship in the movie where they can end up trusting one another and it comes from that change of perspective and that change of perspective comes from the sharing that's done the conveying and the 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 active understanding that each character decides they're going to try so that they can come to a new way of seeing things and I I thought that was a really good way of conveying some of the lessons that foxes teach you Mm -hmm. know I mean foxes carry a lot more like you know just like with both of your animals there's much more than just like oh seeing things as they are facing your fear like you know um, there's a lot of shape-shifting, adapting, and that adaptation aspect does play into the perspective aspect, you know? As you guys know, in nature, it's adapt or die, you know? As things are changing, if your animal refuses to adapt or, or change with the seasons, with 
the ecosystem, with the dynamics of what's going on in that space, then you're not going to last very long. Mm -hmm. And foxes kind of remind you that, you know, sometimes a change of perspective, you know, is going to take a lot out of you. A change within you is going to take a lot out of you because it's doing something that can be uncomfortable, but Mm -hmm. it will lead to being more comfortable. So learning how to work with that within yourself is a big part of of those lessons so i thought zootopia was really good for that um i could think of other movies but like that was really the big one that came to mind so yeah what do you guys think like all, all of those movies we've all seen them like what do you feel our audience should start with Rise of the Guardians. <laughs> That's not a movie we discussed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're like, what's a movie they should start with? Let's think of something completely different that nobody's talked about yet. Rise of the Guardians. I mean, that's a good one, too. I didn't realize you were saying out of the ones we had already mentioned. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, if we're going in order yeah, I was release. Gonna s- oh, well, then, I would yeah. start with Balto. The order of what? Release. Oh. Not as in like a letting go. I thought that for a second. I was like, release? Like, oh, okay. Well, then we'll start with Moana because that's water and air. Yeah. Well, we'll we wanted to go elemental. And then we'll go to Balto. But then if we start with Balto, then the next one. Ice cream truck? The ice cream truck is outside. Do you hear it? Yeah, I do. It's real. I didn't know they still existed. Ice cream trucks creep me out. I well, saw this it's one coming episode. for you, Barbara. <laughs> I need to go visit it. I mean, yeah. Bye. <laughs> well, that's not how we end things. She's like, bye. She's waving at the recording oh, device. Oh, but I have the button. I could push you the button. You could push the button. We didn't finish button, the but question. We didn't finish answer the thing. thing. I did answer it. Order of release. So, Balto. Balto. And then... Zootopia, Zootopia, then, then no, Mo- Moana. Moana. Right? Moana, Moana came first. Moana, then Zootopia. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But the point is, is that there are plenty of movies out there that represent deep lessons that a lot of us do carry through our energetic signatures or experiences. And, you know, next time you watch a movie, I think my biggest advice would to be really think about, like, why... Why you sat down to watch the movie that you watched. You know, I do that a lot. Mm -hmm. I know you guys do too when we sit down to watch things. You know, ask yourself, like, what could you be getting from this movie? Even if it's just like a an action thriller, whatever, like a wham bam, boom, 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 you know, type movie. What about it called to you? What about it called to you and how can it help you navigate where you are right now in your life? You know, Mm -hmm. I, I watched the Tomorrow War the other day, which is just a straight up aliens you know in the future causing problems and people from the future coming back to the past and going hey we need people you know it's very like cookie cutter like this is what's happening type movie and it was a fun movie but there were aspects of it that really made me start thinking about you know honoring my inner old person you know thinking about my future what I'm doing now to help that like how Mm -hmm. can you change those things by taking advantage of what you know now to you know to move forward to move forward you know and i don't hope for crazy aliens to 
come out of nowhere and be do things. Uh, I don't. I don't want that. Uh, mm, space can stay in space, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, like um, but yeah, you know, I think about those. And one of the movies I'm gonna watch later tonight is the second Quiet Place movie. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see because that finally came out. So. You know, but I want I want to learn and see what there is to learn from those things. I think because it's there's a, a lot really more good psychology. Mm-hmm. It's a really good exercise to take a look at what you're drawn to, or even just the things that are available, mm-hmm. and look at it a little bit deeper than just the surface. Mm-hmm. Because everything is given to you at a time for a reason. Ooh, I just had another good one. It's not a Disney movie. It's like a live action movie. That's cool. About my people. Okay. <laughs> Interview with a vampire. Yeah, that one would be a good one, I think. Yeah. That's yeah, a very that good would movie. be a good. I like that movie. It's I like that movie. I mean, because movie. because when we're talking about like facing fear and being, you know, I guess part of it, you know. Um, subscribing to what your true authenticity is, mm-hmm. right? And just being that oh, thing. leaning into it because circumstance happens and then it's what you do with circumstance that makes all right. the difference. Right, well, like Louie uh-huh. having that fear of just being what he is, facing himself in that moment, oh, yeah. and Lestat just pushing him to just be the thing that he is. Well, and that, that, that ties into deeper psychological things Absolutely. as well, you know, because, like, the whole idea is that Lestat goes around and... and you know, gives people the choice he never had, quote unquote, you know. Gaslighting. He gaslights people. Let's just be real. He gaslights people. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was sitting here thinking as you were talking, like, what's a not a child's movie that might be? But anyway, sorry. No, Interview with a Vampire is a good one. How about a trust one that's not a kid's movie? children's movies <laughs> her face she's like mm, i don't watch adult movies. i don't watch the adult movies it's too much sometimes Ooh, ooh, ooh! and actually <laughs> I, I find think... the children's movies to be a little bit deeper than adult yeah movies. i feel like sometimes that's the case like or maybe it's just because we're in that space but no the one i was thinking about that would be um a really good representation of your people, albeit it's a very tough movie for me to watch just because I am a sucker. But The Notebook. Oh. Um, yeah. mm. <laughs> because All that right. ties in the aspects of the relationship stuff that albatrosses carry too. Yes. That's and a the trust lesson. in that. Whew, that's a, Ooh, that's, that's a lot. That's, Don't that's go a whole there. episode. Watch Moana. <laughs> watch, watch Moana instead. And then as far as like an adult one. For foxes. Oh, God. Um, Chaos Ray. Oh, God. Antichrist. (laughs) (laughs) That one, um, yeah, if you really want to go to, like, some really creepy, deepy stuff, that's the deep end of things. Yeah, that would work. No, you know what would be a good one for foxes? Um, That's an adult one, Midsummer. Oh, that's a very good movie. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't be a good one because that's all done in the light. That's everything about that movie is bright. It's bright colors, happy and everything, but it is some deep psychological stuff going on there. Very dark themes. And about, well, I mean, they're dark themes, but also themes that that cover the whole what is real, what is not, Mm -hmm. what is fact, what is truth. 
face facing shadows. So that one that one's a really good one. And yeah, who's yeah, right, I, who's wrong? Yeah, there's a lot going. There's on a that lot movie. of that perceptions. Perceptions. So yeah, so I think that that's a good place to um end. And next week, we'll have something even more fun to talk about, I'm sure. After we get ice cream from the ice cream truck. Ice cream.